Yo, what up, what up? This Elder Sensei, one half of the Artifacts Jersey, stand up. You are now checking out the Mega Late Show. Let's go, y'all. Peace, Jersey. Elder Sensei, one. You know, there used to be, um, oh yeah, I'm live now, guys. <laughs> there used Hi. to be, there used to be this, uh, where they built the new, not the, it's right across the street from Manhattan Records, whatever new building that was. A couple years back, there used to be cats who would go out there every Saturday night and they would have little like Beast by Dre boombox or whatever. Word. And there would usually be two ciphers of cats just freestyling, all Japanese cats. And it was right. cool to go over there and check them out. But after they started doing construction and built that big ass um, yeah, yeah. You know, skyscraper, yeah, yeah. that shit is gone. I'm not sure where those guys went. Gotcha. I, I just had a memory pop up on my uh, like Google Pictures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was at this uh, this open mic event that was in Daikanyama. And uh, it was with Meiso and Kaigen. Uh, I don't know if you know Meiso, Meditative no. Records. Shout out to him. He's super dope. Him and Kaigen. Kaigen used to run the Japanese branch of Fake 4 music for Chesky. Uh, you know, they put out Soul, Mike and Nine albums and shit like that. Okay. But both of them are incredible MCs. And that's actually where I met them at. And it was so dope because I'm looking at the pictures. Everybody in there is an MC. Gotcha. It's like it's like all MCs and maybe like five girlfriends mm. and then the DJs mm. and uh, it was so dope and I haven't been able to find any events like that in Tokyo right. anymore. But you know it's it's they're out there I think. Yeah, I'm, I just, sure, I'm sure. Maybe I'm not privy to them because uh, you, you, even if it's Japanese. like a Japanese cipher, you would hop in. Absolutely, that's word. actually that's actually in doper because I can just talk. I can ramble nonsense and they'd be like, "Oh, word, <laughs> this cadence is fresh." Yeah, that's right. actually more fun for me. I'm more gotcha. interested in that maybe for the time being. But yeah, gotcha. get back to rapping and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Says Mega Late Show episode number one hundred and one. I am Mega, and I'm here with a special guest co-host today, the God Shucks One, legendary yeah. Tokyo yeah, Cat, and our special guest. Uh, and if you listen to the last episode, which you definitely should, is a homie, Oga. Yo, what's up? MC extraordinaire, also creative yes, type, and uh, we got into a lot of conversations on the last podcast about living in Japan, uh, Japanese language, English. Um, Biggie and a whole bunch of other things So mm. definitely go check that out first What we didn't discuss During that episode was The actual music that Oga has made uh, How long he's really made it And, and kind of tracking that trajectory And uh, more things that he's done within uh, The art form so I guess let's go into that before we go into our uh, musical shares, which we all have a musical share. Yeah. Uh, let's start. Let's start there. How about uh, so you start rapping when you're about how old? Uh, 15, 15, 15, 15 when 16. You, when do you release your first project? My first project was released. Um, I think I started out with like a compilation album mm -hmm. and I was just like one of the artists within the album. Um, so that was like two, maybe like 2000. Okay. And um, there was also how old are you at this point though? Like nine, uh, nineteen, nineteen okay. twenty, nineteen twenty. So, yeah, um, it it was just you know uh, a friend of mine was, I think it was a, uh, do you know y'all know Buenos? Buenos? Club, yeah, Club oh, Buenos, yeah. No, actually, it was Club Asia. Club Asia actually had like a compilation album out. And um, oh, no, I, I was one of the artists uh, that, that had a song on it. And it, like, I was high out of my mind at that time. Oh. You know, it, it was just a song called Purple because uh, I saw purple, or apparently, or whatever oh. it was. I don't know what I was going on there, but yeah. Drugs were more readily available for Japanese cats back in the day. I used to, I heard that you used to be yeah. able to just buy shrooms at like places. Just yeah, shrooms like yeah, the the Iranian cats were all over the place. Like at, uh, you can get it anywhere. At one point, it was legal, right? 
Shrooms. Shrooms? Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was. was like, yeah, magic mushrooms were, were I heard illegal. they cut down on that like uh like 12, 12 15 years ago. They cut down even, on shrooms. Yeah. And also um brawn, the uh the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard a lot of people yeah. used to get high off of that too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I never got into that, but uh yeah, I I I I done my deal with drugs, yeah. you know. Um but uh yeah, so I was on that. Uh so that's where my music it's, stuff It's called right. purple. It was called purple. Tight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Man, and and are you still making music right now? I'm picking back up. Um, you know, uh, you know, I when I first came back, like I'm not sure if y'all know M Flow, M Flow like Verbal, yeah, right? Yeah, Verbal. Yeah, like Verbal's uh his his track maker, like his producer was Taku, who was who was part of M Flow, and he came to come watch me perform when I was in New York. And um, it was at my high school, and it, and I just he just happened to be like a mutual friend, and he came to see me cover one of their songs because, mm. like, I think M Flow was like the first person that like Verbal was the first person that I ever heard doing like a bilingual rap. You know yeah, what I mean? And I was like, yeah, yeah. wow, I was like, that's that's pretty dope. So um, I covered his song, and Taco came to see it, and he was like, you know, gave me praise, and I came back, and I met up with Verbal and whatnot, um, and then through him. Um, I met like a couple other artists and whatnot and um, started collaborating with them and going to their events and stuff like that. But it was funny because like uh, the, the people that I met up through him weren't like strictly hip hop. You know, there's like a certain lane of like Japanese hip hop pop type of music. And it was popping like in like during the 2000s and, and, and uh, around that time. So, you know, I got influenced by that as well, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I feel like, you know, um, at that time, I was just like freestyling and, and you know just doing straight rap, like no melodies or nothing, like not even hooks or anything. You know what I mean? I remember you telling me something specifically. Yeah, I make music. I'm yeah. not just a hip hop guy. I make music. Thank you very much. You told me that. Yeah. So I I think, yeah. So like in, in the course of time, like I realized that yeah, like my background, I I did listen to hip hop. You know, I grew up on that. But at the same time, I was listening to all different types of genres. So, like, why restrict myself to only hip-hop when I feel that, you know, flow anatomy when I'm writing? Hmm. You know, so, um, and, like, you know, Megan Meg and I were talking, and I was just saying, like, hip-hop to me is just basically being able to accept yourself as you are and just don't front. You know hmm. what I mean? Because, like, I know that I'm not, like, a street cat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I... I grew up in a middle-class family and was a Japanese kid around Jewish kids. You know what I mean? And But I still love the music. You know, that doesn't mean that I can't do it. I can still rap and use it, use that as a tool, but I'm not going to restrict myself from making something else. But what, what had sort of confused me along my musical career is that, you know, the listeners, right? They get confused. If, if you're doing like a straight hip-hop record and then the next one is like super poppy, mm. it's like, okay, so which lane are you in? You know, I, I don't know if I'm into you or not, mm. you know, but uh, I was pretty adamant at that time to just push out everything. Okay. Let's say this is me. You know what I mean? And you either accept it or you don't. But, you know, um, there's, there's a flip side to that. You know, from a marketing perspective, that's not a good, you know, way to go sure. at it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think, like, right now what I'm thinking is, like, getting back into music. Yeah, I still like melodies and whatnot. I still like pop stuff, and I like I still like hip-hop stuff. I'll just put it out in different projects so it's mm-hmm. a little bit more understandable sure. for other people, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it's always been a struggle, man. Like I told you, like when I was a kid, I felt like an alien, like doing music. Like, am I welcomed in the hip hop community? You know, am I real enough or whatever it is? Like, fuck all that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, just do me and, sure. and just be smart about it is what I'm thinking now. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. Your, your, your newest projects that you're putting out are yeah. going to be kind of in this format, like 
if I want to make some pop music, pop more pop sensibilities, then yeah. I'm gonna make this project and put that out. Yeah, yeah. Do you, what are you making the music right now? Yeah, I'm currently uh, working on it. I mean, uh, you know, so like like a guitarist friend of mine that uh, used to perform with me, he started like a jazz hip hop type band. And um, he wanted me on a track for their album. So, you know, that just sparked the flame again. I was like, yo, I Tight. need to be creating something. And, you know, so ideas have been flowing and whatnot. And whatever comes out, what it comes out. Let it be English, Japanese, Tight. pop, hip hop. It doesn't matter. You know, so I just want to put stuff out. Um, so, yeah, I'm working. It's, it's a working process right now. Oh, very cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, you sent me this this uh, sheet with a bunch of the things yeah. that you've done. And I mentioned at the beginning of the last podcast, but uh -huh. man, there's a lot of amazing type of things on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you working with some artists and mm. uh, doing translation type of stuff. Yeah. Like get down. Right. Uh, when's the last time you released an album? I think that paper you sent me is like the last piece on there was like 2018 or 17. Um, I, I mean, the get down came out must have been in like 17 or 18. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, that's like stuff that I do for people, you know what I mean? But like my own original project, I think my last EP was like 2015, which oh, is like okay. five years ago, right? Okay, um, you know, I've done like featuring you know, like songs or whatnot um, in between, but yeah, my last original one was probably like 2015. Okay, bet. Yeah. I remember when he won a rap contest in Yokohama. You oh, like, yeah. You won like a G or what did you win? What? No, it was more than a G, man. It was like three. Nice. Yeah. yeah for, it, for like a battle or just like. No, nah, actually, it was like this whole concept was called it was called the Fuji Rap Contest. And um, everybody had to rap on the same beat. And Zebra was uh, uh, the main judge there. Shout out to Zebra. You know, and um, it came down to like you had to put two themes in there because like there was like a water company that was that was sponsoring it. So it had to be about water and Mount Fuji. Mm. So I flipped that and, and I just thought, okay, I took Bruce Lee's, he uh, must be watermark. Be right? like water, yeah. yeah. Be like water. I put that in the intro and made Mount Fuji like the peak of, you know, of life that we're all trying to get to. You know, so I just made it like a life concept thing. Mm. And um, everybody had to put out like a video. So I was like one of the three finalists, I think, uh, for that for that competition. And um and at that point, like, to be honest, I knew I was going to win because, like, I saw, like, the other cats perform and their songs and whatnot. So I was pretty confident and I just went out there and, and did my thing. And um, lo and behold, you know, Zebra's like, yeah, you're the winner. Word. And um, the prize money was like, it's like how many meters uh, Mount Fuji is. Oh, that's like 3,000. Uh, 3,000. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it was like Sanju Summon, right? Oh, tight. And what's funny was like, yo, I was broke as hell at that time. And, um, my my wife and I were trying to th like get a baby on the way, and like, we needed money. Hmm. And like that's how I got my money. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah, that's man. Dope, man. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. man. I filmed that. I filmed yeah. that shit. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was there. Mm. Pay style, not a freestyle. Pay style. Uh huh. I like that. Yeah. I you know um for whatever reason I wasn't familiar with your music yeah, up yo. until we met. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I at, at the party that we were at it. Uh, near shucks's place yeah uh you know adam from the breakdown mm. um he was like who's that guy with the beard and the glasses right do i know him and i was like i was like no nah, that's oga and he's like oh that's the, like oga oga the rapper and i was like oh, oh that's that's dope that you just kind of recognize like oh that's dope him. thank you i appreciate yeah that. would would you say that you uh you're fairly well known in japan nah not not nah. Not, not, not at all. I mean, like to to but like. you've worked with like cats. I mean, you you said you've been friends with Kojo. You you know Kojo like that. You worked yeah. together with Kojo. So yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like I mean, Kojo's 
you know when he first came back you know he hit me up and he's like yo like I'm gonna I'm pursue my Japanese rap career and I need you by my side you know whatnot mm-hmm. and at that time I was sort of insecure about like okay my hip-hop enough for what Koji's trying to do and I just told him straight up like yo I do different music now man so I, I'm not sure if you remember me the way I was or mm-hmm. but I, and I was just straight up and he was just like yo man just do what you do you yeah. know but I, for the rap shit I need you and like you know so we linked up we did a couple songs together um um, that never came out, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we did like 24 bars to kill. Um, the Japanese version, it was like Kojo, me, Aklo, Ishwan, and this cat named Tao. There's a video for that, yeah. Yeah, there is, okay. there is, there is. You know, so everybody spit their 24 bars. I think Kojo spit like 28 or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was one thing that we did. But aside from that, um, you know, just being a Japanese cat that can rap, and you know, from like verbal, who was in the major industry. You know, um, I linked up with other people that were in the major industry and that were popping at the time. And um, I ended up doing um, a song with an idol group called Speed. Um, mm. Speed is uh, like early 90s or maybe late 90s. They were like the biggest thing in Japan, right? They're like a four girl unit, whatnot. And I was like the first featured artist to be a, you oh, know, a, yeah, a rapper, you know? That's really dope. But um, they got stickers on a uh, line. Can I buy the. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Me, me and Olga have been exchanging uh, our lines. <laughs> I see that. This yeah. game is crazy, bro. I was like, what is this going on here? <laughs> no, man, it's like you got to freak it sometimes. You know what I mean? It's like, why wouldn't I want a bunch of like attractive right. K- like, K-pop stars right, right. as my... Uh, like my yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but word. That's how we freak it. I'm gonna buy those uh, speed stickers soon. <laughs> Maybe they got Oga on there too. You know what <laughs> I, mean? I doubt it. I doubt yeah. it. I'd be surprised. Word, word. But who, yeah, who so. who are some uh, Japanese artists out here that you like and appreciate? MCs, beat makers, MCs uh, and beat makers. Yeah. Um, not not. I mean Kojo for sure. Like um, Aklo, I like his stuff too. I mean, but it's just like a like people that I know. You know okay. What I'm saying? Like I, I really don't follow the scene I too don't, closely man. Okay. And, and that's a shame but what what about like uh you know there's generations of yeah. uh, Japanese rappers who yeah. used to rap in 90s like yeah, you know, yeah. like the Lamp Eye Cats okay and, so and, like Buddha Brand okay um Nips I love Nips okay because he was just nasty with it I mean like figuratively and like Word. like his lyrics were nasty you mm. know what I mean so uh yeah I like Nips Rest a lot Peace Dev Large yeah, yeah for sure for sure know what i mean um buddha brand i think buddha brand like m flow was like the only two groups of like japanese rappers that i was listening to when i was in new york uh, rhymster, rhymster? Nah, I, I never got never into rhymster, rhymster at all at all what yeah. about uh some of your current artists that you like now within rap music are you a fan of anybody we were talking you said giamazawa is like yeah yeah for sure really for like. sure have you ever met him actually i did when he was and when he uh came over here to he was I think he was going to Spotify Japan for some reason uh, because my boy at TuneCore, you know, uh, he thought Gia Mozawa was just hot and like like Japanese people need to know about him. Yeah, so he brought him over dope. here and uh, I got a chance to meet him. He was super down to earth cat, you know. He he went to uh, to high school with my buddy uh, MC Buddha who lives out here. Okay. And he's actually the guy that organizes that beat battle that I mentioned gotcha. at the end of the last podcast. But they're good friends. So whenever whenever he comes out, like you usually right. see them and shit. He's been right. on the podcast, man. Next time he comes through... Uh, They'll probably have a beat the best. I'll, I'll make sure to get you the invite so you can come out and definitely, rock. Definitely. He, he's uh, for for as notable as he's become, he's still down to earth and just cool for as sure. shit to just kick it and uh, really sure. good guy. I mean, like I, I think uh, what attracted me to Giyamazawa the most was his live poetry. 
like when I first saw it on YouTube and he was talking about his grandma that you know he she had experienced war and like nothing is you know um she's not stopping you know what I mean like um and and just just as a Japanese cat that grew up in the states and I sort of reflect myself on him and and see and sort of imagine that like oh if I stayed in the states and like my mind my mind state would be like that you know to a certain extent of course I'm not the same person but there was just certain relatable things Mm. that he was saying that you know uh, resonated with me. No doubt. Me? Yeah, yeah. Word. Well, you got any uh, questions about his musical taste here? I've got a few, but uh, shoot, man. I, li- okay, I like. Let's go. Let's go off off the page a little bit. Outside of hip hop, what are your major influences on your music aside from MCs and beat makers? Aside from MCs and beat makers, I mean, like, um, as ridiculous as it may sound, like, I mean, like people that like Queen. Like their musical talent is insane, and and they don't hold back. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, um, or just let it be like R&B cats or or whoever it is. I like. There came a certain point when I was just rapping, and it was just like a loop, and it was like, all right, 16, a hook, 16, and a hook, and then it wasn't doing it for me anymore. You know, I just wanted to to be able to see like the chord progression move on. You know what I mean? And I I feel like. Um, like Diggy Mo is is a cat that you know uh, is from a group called Sold Out, and he's influenced me a lot on uh, you know how music can go on beyond just the loop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Quincy Jones has problems with hip hop for that reason precisely. Mm. It feels like there's not enough musicality to it. it right, it's kind of a like a, a low art, right? You know, like a easy to create and right. Very, uh, formulaic so right. I mean I get what he's saying but also uh, of course I mean I, not, I not to take away from hip hop you know what I'm saying yeah. but, but but yeah but just like if, if if you feel that as like an artist like in the young artists that are coming up yeah. if you feel that you need to have more chord progression what, go ahead and do it yeah you know what I'm saying like we were There's having space for that yeah and, and you know there'll be people that accept you and there'll be people that won't but right. who gives a fuck like right. you're doing you you know that's my whole thing it's one of the beautiful things about hip-hop is that like as long as you have the intention to make hip-hop almost any music you make is hip-hop you know like you look at a guy like um let's go back to say just talking about the aesthetic qualities of hip-hop music right sample based hip-hop music like it starts with the sugar hill gang's re kind of looping and reusing good uh good times right right and then it's like the next kind of big thing is like africa bambata doing this electro funk shit right and then russell simmons comes along and strips it down to this like really minimalist Mm. like boom bap simple shit right and then mu hip-hop evolves you know marley mall starts sampling individual drum kicks and loops and there's this whole aesthetic quality that is embedded in the golden era that is supposed to be hip-hop right but then in the mid 90s a guy like dj shadow comes along Mm. and he's like fuck it i'm gonna take this long form sample and that has musical chord progression and melody right just rock that shit right and because i'm making it hip-hop it's hip-hop now right but before that people are like you can't you can't do that right you can't just take that whole you know right four like four measure loop yeah yeah and and then just use it right but i mean he does and it evolves and and it becomes that so of course there's very much the uh, boom bap kind Mm. of you know simple like single measure or right you know couple notes looped and it gives it new qualities but you can like guys like 
Gigi Shadow really changed the musical game for production. Right. And so now sure. do what the fuck you want. Like, right. there's cats like popular rap music now is very indistinguishable from like pop music in a lot of ways. Right, right. Because right. pop music's taking a lot of qualities, and also you got guys that are just mm. like, like Heavy D was. Like not hip hop, hip hop. Right, right. When he was during his heyday. Yeah. But without a heavy D, you don't get like an MC Hammer, and then right. eventually you don't get like a Drake. Right. Or you don't get a Ja Rule, you don't get a Drake with right. the singing and shit. You know. Right. So. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, just make whatever the fuck you want. And that was a long tangent to, to get that point across. Right. But but you know. Uh, sure. I, I I asked this question. We used to ask this question to everybody, but now I, mm. I think I'll use it more um, sparingly. But if you were to be, if you could only listen to two artists. Yeah. For Ooh. the duration of ever, um, who would you pick? God damn! I don't remember the two that I picked, but I know one of my choices was Miles Davis. Mm. Nice. He's got a pretty diverse catalog of sound and right. high art. Mm. That's hard, bro. Did we ask you that, Shucks? Probably, yeah. I don't remember answering this question, so I'm trying it's a to difficult think right now who I would say. It's a difficult type of thing mm. to think about. But I think I would have to go along with something like a Miles Davis. Not to say that I would choose Miles Davis, but something more instrumentation. Right. Uh, because if it was for eternity and I had to listen to somebody yeah. sing lyrics, right? I think that would be hard. <laughs> yeah, even I mean? like, yeah. I mean, you, you we saw that movie, um, like, I Am Legend, right? Mm. Where he's like with zombies and dogs or like vampire creature right. type yeah, of things, know. right? But he had like a Bob Marley CD and that's all he was playing. Uh. Like... Bob is a pretty good choice if you're gonna have to go yeah, to like that, one when singer. You first that's said true. That, that was that, that's who popped in my head. Mm. But then I thought about it. Once you said Miles Davis, I was like, yeah. Even, I mean, I could listen to Bob forever. Yeah, yeah right. I'm pretty sure I could. Right. But then again, if I had to choose two, if I had a choice to l just have music, yeah, and instrumentation, I'd probably go with that rather than lyrics because then i could kind of create my own songs right right to the music gotcha right. gotcha gotcha <laughs> there's also eh, i don't know i was going to go on to something about like the musical evolution of miles but have you got even one i am still stuck okay. i'm still stuck maybe i picked bjork or some shit i Word. feel like i would want a female vocalist there sometimes gotcha. because my energy is going to be so masculine all the right. time and i'm not a great singer so right i, I gotta have a little i don't bit know more i mean just going back feminine. to the catalog that i always go back to and would it be allowed if i pick lauren hill and the fujis well if you pick lauren hill you get all of lauren hill so every fuji track that she's on comes along with it every yeah re and every i think I, I would pick track. lauren hill maybe i pick dilla maybe i pick dilla and miles davis Mm. Maybe that's who I picked. I don't know. That's it's a difficult hard, question, and, it, and I like to put people on the spot like that. But you know, it's not that important. Gotcha. Let's share some music now, guys. All right. Sh should I go first since I'm already plugged in? Yeah, bro. All right. So I want to give a shout out to a former guest of the show. He was just on recently, is like the last season, last last quarter of last year, and it's my guy, Flat Stanley from Los Angeles. He's a beat maker, uh, producer. Um, he rocks with Condina Records, and they've got a, a lovely and vibrant beat scene out there. He finds himself in Japan quite often, and uh, he, he's really inspired by the Japanese uh, community and the beat scene. He feels he, he made some really interesting uh, 
he gave me some interesting insight into the scene uh, as an outsider, also operating in Los Angeles. So, uh, you know, really smart guy, really talented beat maker. And he just came out with a new LP called If Not Now, When? And uh, his production has a lot of different uh, aesthetic qualities. You know, songs will sound different if he puts an MC on it versus like a female vocalist versus just kind of a, a beat type of track but it's a really good album it's several several um several songs long i want to say like probably close to 15 but there's a few beats on here that i really really dig and i'm just going to go into one of them right now This joint is called Long Distance. I mean, we could talk over it too, but you know. I must have listened to this song like 40 times since the album came out. I have this really crazy habit where I find something I like and I hit that repeat button. Yeah. So I travel to work and this is just ringing in my head all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I start to notice that uh, my speech patterns yeah. start to accompany the the music that you the music, to. yeah. But yeah, I really like Flat Stanley. He's an amazing guy. I'm hoping he moves out here because he's a he's a good dude to talk to and he's got some ties out here. He was doing a lot of work out here. You guys should go back and check out the episode that featured him. Uh, just really incredible. He also did a track with uh, the homie D. Dallinger that came out a couple months back, uh, which is the spring vibe for me. It's like a really good joint. But let me play another one. For, uh, oh, well, it's just going into tracks. But because it is a beat album, the songs are, you know, uh, a minute and a half, three minutes long, depending on which one it is. But lots of different looks. Yeah, pick this up. Go buy it. I'm hoping he releases it on vinyl because I like to buy my shit on vinyl if possible. I'm going to skip around some. In fact, I think what I'm going to do is for the duration of the rest of the podcast after we're done playing your guys' tracks, I'm going to let this whole album kind of serve as the musical bed while we continue the conversation. So, uh, With that said, I've got... I've got you plugged in over there, Oga, I think, and uh, you can come in anytime that oh, you're hold ready. Hold on a second. Yeah. Let's keep this rocking. You guys listen to any new rap shit? Shucks, you've been listening to any new rap artists? Not really. Somebody just gave me the, um, I was going to play a track off this, uh, one of the best yet, the Gangstar new album. Uh, okay. uh, obviously not a new artist, but just as far as any new projects uh that would be the latest one in regards to hip-hop i was just saying earlier I, I, i've been listening to beat junkie radio so when i'm on the okay. train i just have the dash radio on and whatever's coming on on beat junkie radio for the most part Word. it's kosher with me it's good 
you know, um, a lot of my hip hop sensibilities and my day to day listening tends to gravitate towards more of the experimental and strange style type of cats, cats that are making like a uh, headphone rap, you know what I mean? Not shit to be played in the club. And I've been listening to this cat. I think he might be from the East Coast, but his name is Akai Solo and his album is called uh, Like Hajime. And he's got a strange style and this is him here. He's got a strange style, but I like it. I've been into this vibe uh, now with cats like Mike, Navy Blue, some of the new Earl shit, okay. Z Looper, where it's like, it's not boom bap lyricism in the way that we think of like, you know, Black Moon or some right. shit like that, but it's a very much fixed in this East Coast aesthetic of sample, loop sample, 4-4 four mm. four drums. But it's also a little bit dustier because the sample pools are not usually so soulful most of the time. They're chopped in ways that the the the, the, the melodies timing with the drums is off. You know what I mean? Right. And also, a lot of these cats are not rapping about being braggadocio or dope or even uh, necessarily what could be called like a reality rap where it's like right. the streets are tough. Yeah. Mostly, it's all kind of like this stream of conscious stream of conscious personal rap that's not saying much but sometimes they say some really fly shit or interesting shit and um yeah let me just let me here let me let me just go back a little bit Man's not sentimental, a mental red rock, guillotine dropper, heartbreaker red, broken egg stopper, picker with poisons, not a pickpocketer, except for them lighters, we pocket them. Stays and things minimize until it's logical to come alive again. We talk about strategic retreats, returns to chips, change what sits on my shoulder, what's in abundance before my eyes. Well to return base torn pages, lost taste return cases, cat and mouse round the house chases, hounds in the yard up to no good base. See, there's not there's not a lot of uh uh, literary devices being used it's not real metaphors or similes or shit yeah. like that there's some multi-syllable like syllabic aspects of it but mostly it's just kind of like there's there's the occasional line that's a little bit like a platitude for somebody you know what i mean yeah, yeah. life's crazy when you do it daily mm. it's a state we maintain and so you can pull those type of gems out of it and it apply to you but like it's also a lot of like not so intellectually dense like I like a lot of my old shit too right. but I like these kids right, this right. like new energy uh, I see it congruent with um, like what the Griselda cats are doing but they're doing more street rap but it's like right. this kind of underground in, not maybe not intentionally but just like clearly against the pop sensibilities of right. mainstream rap at the right. time this shit is it's melodic in some of his his choruses and things like that but yeah. it's not even trying to be a drake right or or you know amigos or any right. of that it's 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 very much fixed in the kind of aesthetic qualities of traditional east coast rap music which was lost for a long time because they couldn't sample Right. You know what I mean? So they started making synthy shit. New York sound is based right. upon that sample backbone. Right. So. But yeah, let me turn this down. No, that was a rant. All right. So can I play something? Yeah, yeah. Whenever you're ready. All right. So this is me. 
I'll take. But yeah, I mean, like, uh, hold on a second. Yeah, so this stuff is just like a, a remix of what I did with Kojo and, and Aklo and whatnot. And I just like the remix version of it because like 24 Bars to Kill was like a really hard track. But I, I feel like my voice better matches with like something that's a little bit more chill like that. Okay. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it's just some English stuff that I put together for you. What's the name of this? This one is called Smile. Smile. It's just basically saying, next time I see you, fuck you. <laughs> oh, tight. Yeah. Keep so. that same energy. Yeah, Ray yeah, Ra yeah. era. I'm, I'm with that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Now, we uh we put the songs... Well, I put the songs at the end of the uh, the podcast for you guys to listen to without us speaking over them, so you'll be able to hear this. When did you make this? It was like three years ago, maybe. Okay. And this was like it was after the, the last EP that I put out. This never came out. Do you and Shucks have any tracks together? Nah, actually we don't. Uh, I remember we went into the studio once. What did we do? What, what we? It was in Shinjuku. Something happened with that studio. Yeah. Like, and we couldn't record. <laughs> oh, for real? We actually met up and went there. And we right. were supposed to record. And I think we were writing that day. Okay. We were going to record, but something happened. Gotcha. I don't remember what it was. It was like uh, yeah. one of your boys owned the studio or was a guitarist there or something. I forget, but we weren't able to record. And, you know, oh, I know who that, that, that cat. That cat actually blew up, dog. Oh, word. Yeah. Like, it, like his name is uh, JQ. Um, in Shinjuku, like he used to be in a group called Grand Focus, but now he's in a different group called uh, No But Rich. Ah. So, and and it's called Narubarichi in, in Japanese. And like, I just saw him uh, sell out like an arena inside oh, like, like Saitama Super Arena. Like, he's Damn. doing, yeah, he's doing it really big. Oh, like, shit. really proud of him, man. Yeah, shout out to JQ, man. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. S- Saitama, the super fucking center stadium. Yeah, dog. Yo, that's like. 50,000 people and shit, yeah, right? Dog. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there for uh, the Ryzen event, the MMA event, like uh, last New Year's. Not okay. this last one, but the Mayweather one. Gotcha. Where Mayweather fought, uh, oh boy, the young man. Uh, Conor McGurr? No, no. The, uh, the Japanese cat. Japanese uh, cat. Yeah, there was a boxing exhibition. He knocked out the young man. All right, so that's the end of my snippets, man. Okay, well, shit, I'm going to play one more. The one that I played at the start of the last episode. Let me, let me bring myself in. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. I like this. Uh, this is mm. this is that wake up in the morning energy. Yeah, yeah. It's called yeah. wake up call. Yeah. Um, pretty much it was like this is I think like 2007. Word. Maybe that I made this and I made this with my boy. Um, that went to the same high school with me and he came back to Japan as well and uh, it was just uh, a, a song about you know basically just major cats you know like in the industry and whatnot. But yeah yeah a while back the production is dope 
Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, after you sent this to me, I listened to it a couple times in the morning while I was getting ready. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. Gives me a good energy, man. I like this a lot. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. So like when I perform this, like the whole the whole hook is like oh, and like I had like movements like this crowd can go like play along with. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the the hip hop hand is an underutilized like a like kind of an unheralded portion of hip hop like. It's interesting seeing like yeah. what the hip hop artists do with their hands. There's like the right. typical, you know, rapper hand. Yeah. But people got like different techniques. I right. remember on the West Coast, like the double time guys would do the invisible kind of typewriter type right. yeah. joint. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I saw a lot of cats do that from like Micah Nine, yeah. Bus Driver, Staple Mouth, Dose One, the double time right. song right. style guys right. would do right. that a lot. Right. There's a lot of really dope little hand movements. Right. So shout out to the hand movements. <laughs> no doubt. I think it's important, man. Tossing the mic from like my right hand to my left hand a lot, like, uh, and it's just like I'm not consciously doing it. I'm just like tossing the mic. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But you know, never did the typewriter thing. Did you ever I, have any? Uh, I hit the typewriter. Some, some super West Coast shit. I mean, yeah. right. I would do it listening to other artists. Like if I was at a live show and they right. were ripping it. Your hand just goes in the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I do, I do the finger like, like, uh, like the spray can shit. Not right. holding the spray can, but I do, like when I hear it really getting crazy, I'm like, I do the finger point shit. Right, right. Yeah. Sometimes when I get open, I pull that shit off too. Word. Yeah. It's interesting. Some real West mm. Coast shit too. Word up. I'm not sure if there's any like iconic East Coast hand gesture type things that are going well, on. Well, the the ex, the the, the uh, extended just, just, extended just fingers this? with the word. With the okay. Is definitely okay. Yeah, yeah. Got gotcha. you. Definitely some shit. Also, the the knife hand. <laughs> yeah, I feel is is like you know the getting your point across. Yeah, like, yeah. This is a real right. battle joint. Right, right, the, right, right. We call it the knife hand. Right. Military dads do that shit gotcha. when they when they scolding you. Right, right, but yeah, right. Yeah, they, they hit you with the knife hand. Right. Uh, I sort of relate that to like roasting. You know, like when people were roasting, yeah. like you, you, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't just hit them like with that. the one finger, you gotta hit them with the whole, <laughs> the whole, the whole hand, yeah, the yeah. knife hand. Yeah. Word. Up, oh, yeah. Well, shit. I mean, this is a musical share portion of the podcast, but we can just talk freely as we do. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It's almost done, yeah? Yep, yep. What do you got in store for us today, Shucks? You want to grab the just, ox off of a... Uh... All right, I, I just uh, picked... There you go, bro. A track off the, uh, one, of the, one of the best yet. It's called Bad Name. And uh, to be honest, I listened to this album probably twice since I've had it. Not that I didn't like it, but like I said, it's just easier for me to just put on like a mix, like Beat Junkie Radio, and I just listen to whatever comes on. So I can't go in depth about... Uh, why I'm choosing this song, but I'm choosing it. And I'm All right. <laughs> uh, actually, I could play that for you, Shucks. I've got the album too. Hold on, let me let me do that. This joint, yeah. Yeah. There you go. There's also a remix of this that just came out too. Uh, the remix has Red and Meth on it. Or, yeah. We'll play it after. This is dope because I don't think I've heard any of the rhymes on this album. Because it wasn't like an album that they put out and, re- and, and used some of his old verses from old right, right. songs and put them on new tracks. It was like completely new it, material. Yeah. There's a cohesion to, the to it that sounds like he wrote to these songs. Yeah, it's yeah. an interesting album. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, <laughs> 
You know, I've listened to it maybe twice, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't like love it, love it, but I thought right. it was good. Right. I, it was it was much better than what I was anticipating. Right. I was anticipating some like, what was the Biggie joint that came out after Biggie died? It was like uh, Puff got all like a bunch of people on it. Nah, not yeah, missing. No, the, no, the it's the, like a Biggie album, like a posthumous album uh, that Puff put together, the, and it just doesn't sound good. The dead wrong one. I think that was the one that came out after he died. There's one where it's like they get a bunch of Biggie, you know, vocals. You talking about the one that M put together? Eminem put together? I'm not sure, but I just know I dislike one. <laughs> I got but you. my point, my point right. is more right, so right. that like a lot of times when an artist passes away, yeah. and people put together the album, right. it's lacking that artist's own vision. Right, right, to right, it. right. A lot right. of time they're using vocals that were you know used on something else yeah like Pac's there, life like or, a lot of right, Pac's yeah, yeah. Pac got more albums posthumously <laughs> than he does like alive right for sure his output was just that much but right this there's a cohesion to it that sounds really mm, good mm. it's easy to fuck up an album like this for sure and for sure. uh it sounds great you know what listen to it the thing that struck me is like sounds like guru's still here yeah, yeah you know yeah. it sounds like he recorded this shit like yesterday right and that's kind of the beautiful thing about it. And sure. while I appreciate Gangstar, I wasn't the hugest Gangstar fan. Mm. My favorite Gangstar albums are the later albums. You know, I like I like um, Moment of Truth, Ayo. which is like 97, maybe 96, 97. Right. And, you know, full clip is, you know, the hits. Right, right. Shit, but, but yeah. Let me play. Let me play the remix, actually. Red and Meth still got it too, dog. For sure. They still For got sure. it. They uh Red Man just came out with this uh smack the shit out. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the video? Yeah, Yo, the video is yeah. just him like right. slapping the shit. That's right. a hip hop hand too. Right. Yeah, that's just him slapping the shit out of people right. with the right. police. For sure. When he's fighting the police, he just got his arm extended and slapping. I like that shit, man. Meth still looks the same. Like it looks like he hasn't really aged in the last ten years. You can see the age on Red a Reggie, little bit. Yeah, for sure. But but yeah. Meth looks like that fool's taking care of his skin. Mm-hmm. Guru gotta have like one of the top 20 voices in hip hop. So distinctively hip right, right, right. and just baritone, like right. monotone. Mm. It's like. Yeah, Morgan Freeman a rap. Yeah. It's like Q tip. Yeah. Be real. Busta. Busta's voice has changed during the course of years though. Like I was listening back to uh what was I listening to? I was listening to like Victory for some reason. Uh, from Biggie and, and Puffy and um and Busta's voice is super high pitched. Yeah. Like at that time, but like I don't know if it's because he's aged or he's gained weight. Yeah. But like his voice is hella. That fool is buff right? as hell now, man. Yeah, you see man. him like he got fat yeah. and then he got buff. His yeah, fucking yeah. arms are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, his verse off of speaking of albums that you are scared are going to be trash. You know, I'm talking about this yeah, one, yeah. which was better than I thought. 
the last tribe joint that came out a few years ago mm. i was like oh fife's dead this is a recipe for disaster right but yo surprisingly mm. that tribe album was phenomenal and one of my favorite moments off of that is the buster rhymes joint with consequence where there's right. no tip right. But the the beat changes and yeah. Busta is it's to me it's like Busta's just reading out of his rhyme book. Right, right. And they just cut a part of it. He probably read like ten pages. Right. And they just cut like a two minute, you know, you know, twenty bars or you know, whatever right, right. whatever amount of bars and he just kills that shit. You guys know what song I'm talking about? Nah, man, could you, yeah, yeah, I gotta play it for you guys since we're we're doing that. Yeah, this is uh this is undoubtedly one of my favorite verses of the last ten years. Right? So it starts out with consequence. Yeah, I and remember this beat. You know, consequence is uh, an acquired taste right. for a lot of people. And I don't really care for consequence much on it, but but Busta when he comes in, the beat the beat change up. Stops abruptly, right? Is this the one that was I think it kind of just ends. No, no, it doesn't stop abruptly, but yeah. I'm spitting at the camera like Trick Daddy, so Swaggy could have broke up with IG. I ain't surprised that they broke up on IG. I got the game on IV. Might as well have a live feed. The Busta man, like the whole verse is just fire. I feel like that's I don't, just I don't the even think, book, man. I don't think that was from his book, bro. I feel like that was off the head. Yeah, just yeah. the memory I banks. Think, because I don't even know if I, I think that was a that sounded like a straight up freestyle. freestyle off exactly the head to me. Well, you know, I I it, I agree with that. I that's the sentiment I get from right, it though. Gotcha. I get I get he was just like getting open off of the beat and probably mm. just going through bars and they just caught it because there, there's that part where he's like hold up hold up hold up let me do it again and then he comes in right. off a completely new tangent that's right. unrelated to right and, and and because the bars are just like it's not a braggadocio rap it's yeah, just yeah. like you know throwaway lines that you come into but he just puts it together so well and mm. his voice is so different For than sure. it was when he was younger he's got a, like sure. a like like a gruffness to his mm. voice now but yeah i love that i love that joint the tribe album was great yeah I mean, it brings back to beats, though. I don't know, guys. What else do we got to? What else do we got to talk about? Mm. 
When you were when you were twenty, yeah. What was in your headphones? Like, what were you listening to? To be honest, I think I was listening to like. When I was twenty, I was listening to Eminem. I was. I mean, how what year? What, what how old are you? I'm thirty nine. Okay, I'm so thirty nine. So twenty is like two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand. I think. Yeah, I think M came around. Came out. M came time, out right? in like '98 is when he had the uh, the Slim Shady LP. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. 2000 is. You'd still that's, be listening to him though. Yeah. 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 So I was. Yeah. I was. I was listening sure. to his freestyles from like the Wake Up Show. And, right. You know, and right. not Searching Bob, but like the Wake Up Show. Right. Right. And uh, he <clears> had 2000. No, like '99. He had the the Sound Bombing Two joint came out. Yeah. Yeah. And he was on that. Right. Was that any any man. Uh, any man, yeah, some shit like that. Yeah. So that was that was any man that jumps in front like. of a minivan, right? I, I, I've yeah. never liked a, an, an Eminem album though. Word, okay. Yeah, I, a lot of the skits. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I don't like choruses a lot of times. Gotcha, he has a lot gotcha, of pop-centric gotcha, type of chorus gotcha. joints. So, but he's incredible. Yeah, no, at rapping, no, at rapping. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, I feel like, you know, I mean, like the Eminem discussion is always prevalent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He, well, he, he just released a new album too. Yeah, I, I listen like his recent to getting murdered by yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitchcock title. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like his his his, his recent like stuff is just I don't know, just like super fast rapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I really don't get down with that. I, I never really could relate to like all the craziness that he was talking about. But you know, some of the stuff that he was talking about, just like um, you know, if if you ever been through shit and shit in your lives and, and you put on this record and you vibe yeah. like that type of shit like you know I mean that's the type of shit that I can relate to yeah. you know what I mean but definitely because he was so so big you know what yeah. I mean like of course I was listening to him just off the top of my head though 2000 2000 oh, man I mean I was listening I was still listening to like Aesop Rock I think Cannibal Ox came out in 2000 never got into him no yeah. Cannibal Ox you didn't listen to The Cold Vein Man, that's like one of my favorite winter albums. But 2000 is uh, Supreme Clientele. Supreme Clientele. I didn't get into that either. I know, I know it's critically acclaimed in the right. hip-hop world and everything. It's a 10 out of 10 to me. Right. Except for the skit. The, the you ain't into skits? Well, those skits are kind of like, yo, who would you fuck, Foxy or, right. or Lil' Kim? It, right. it just doesn't sit well. Right, sort of cringy. Yeah. Right. You didn't like Supreme Clientele, Shocks? I, I didn't say I didn't like it. You just said peep it. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really get into it. I didn't peep it. I didn't, it wasn't one of those albums that I that I had that was right. like I'm bumping yeah. in my car. That's I the last. I don't remember the album that itself. Did. Mm-hmm. It's the last. Is, good is, shit is one from that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a couple singles that I definitely like. I'm feeling the, you know that. But uh, I didn't get into it as an album. There's gotcha. a there was a really it's kind of recent maybe like in the last year or two. But uh, Jeff Weiss, Passion of the Weiss, uh, yeah. you know, notable West Coast uh, music reviewer, Los Angeles okay. cat writer, he. Uh, Every Sunday, I think, uh, Pitchfork does a review of a classic, like an older album, right? right. And he has this review of um, Supreme Clientele. That's some of the best hip hop writing I've seen in the last few years. It's it's wow. really well done. I advise you to read that. Word. It it casts a, a different glow over the album, mm. but it also punctuated a lot of the greatness for me. So yeah, definitely read that if you guys get the opportunity. Word. This it's really fucking good. So 2000, what were you listening to then, Shucks? Yeah. Snap, that's man. like uh, what else was, what else, what else was I mean what was happening in 2000 2000, 2000 East Coast we had 
uh, Doom shit had just came out. Uh, Operation Doomsday came out the year I before. Get, I didn't get into Doom either. What were the, what were you listening to then? I'm trying to remember, man. Living Legends. Yeah, I was hieroglyphics. Always, I was always into the legends. I was always into hieroglyphics. Mm. I was into a lot of stuff, and, and you know, Doom. I just I can't remember an album that I got into like an actual album as opposed to Word. just singles and stuff that I caught on mix shows and stuff like that. You're so West Coast. No, no. I used nah, to come across guys like that that were like uh, super West Coast. They didn't listen to Doom. They didn't listen to Def Jux. They didn't nah, listen to. I was way into Yeshua. Def Jux. I was yeah? way into Def. So it wasn't a. It wasn't. I wasn't. It wasn't a West Coast okay. thing. It's just hmm. particular artists, I guess, that I just didn't gravitate towards. So, yeah, you got me. I'm trying to think of what you know. What was going on? I have to put myself. What was I? What happened in the year 2000? Y2K. Okay. So, yeah, that year. I was in Hawaii at the time, and I was like 16, I think. Uh, maybe 17, like around 2000. Okay. I was still breaking back then. I was writing graffiti back then. Yeah, was that the shows and stuff? Like, what was this? Just, just like oh, top showing stuff, me something right? on his. 50 oh, Cent in the club. No, nah, I wasn't into Cameron. 50 Cent. I wasn't into Cameron. I wasn't into... P. Diddy, Black Rob. I wasn't into P. Uh, Black Rob, the song, Whoa, I liked that, but I wasn't right. into... Twister. Uh, with Kanye, uh, yeah, that that track, yeah, that yeah. Okay. Nelly. No, see, this list <laughs> is not going to do it. Right, this, this ain't going to do it. This is the top right. forty hip hop stuff. All right. So the Locks came out that year. Dead yeah. Prez came out that De year. I was into that. I was definitely into it. Was, the, Prez, was that right. the um, yeah, the first free. album? Yeah, let's okay, get free. Okay, that was, that joint dropped on the same day as Supreme Clientele. Actually, that was two thousand. Yeah, that's know. crazy that that was two thousand. Uh, Black Alicious dropped that year too. Nia. I was into Black Alicious for sure. I got um just a shout out myself. <laughs> There's some footage I'm about to drop on YouTube of a Black Alicious show in 2000 that I oh, shot, dope. that I was there. Word. That ah, I, so that they're I performing shot, like, all the hot shit, like Alpha A, yeah, a to G. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What show. is the joint? Shallow Days. Yeah, right. there's a I lot of that song, but it was uh, it was um, with Latirics as well. So Lyrics Born uh, and, and uh, Latif, Latif, the Truth Seeker. Yeah, 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 they were all live on stage in L.A. And it was a sold out show. Right. And um, yeah, I filmed that. Like I've got, I was telling you guys both this yeah, yeah, off yeah. the show. I've just got yeah, yeah. all this footage. I'm waiting And that's for more one of the man, things yeah. that's, that's mm. going to come up. Yeah. So yeah, I was into Black Alicious 2000. So I was listening to Black Alicious for sure. Uh, like Water for Chocolate dropped in 2000. Okay. Okay. I was listening to that uh, common. Both yeah. sides of the brain, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. I didn't get into mm. that. I was I was a Del fan, but I didn't. I don't that remember was getting his, into that album. That joint came out after Deltron. Okay. I think so. But yeah, that was like kind of the last Dell that was. Okay. I feel like Dell is unknown to a lot of people in the '90s. I feel like Dell is top five West Coast MC in the '90s. Think Word. about his run because he starts with like "I Really Wish My Brother George Was Here," yeah. Future Development. He's got um, you know, he ends the decade with Deltron. It just his catalog was crazy. You right. have to include Third Eye Vision with that. Yeah, right. And what Dell was doing is just like, I feel like you could consider him a top five West Coast guy right. if you think hard enough about it, mm. especially considering like talent. Because you want to put Too Short in there, but mm. Too Short is like the least technically talented rapper with the greatest career and legacy. Mm. You know right. what I mean? Because he just right. can't, he's not a very good rapper. Right. But Too Short is mm. dope. Yeah. But like he's not a very good rapper. Mm. Offbeat a lot of times. Rhyme schemes is pretty simple, basic, but right. it's fucking too short, dog. So I don't know. I, am I crazy to say that Dell could be a top five West Coast MC all time? All no, time? That's not crazy. No. no. I mean, you gotta put Cube in there. Right, for sure. Do we consider Pac a West Coast MC? 
Yeah, I think so. Oakland enough, yeah, right? Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, Snoop. Hmm. Snoop has got to be on there, right? For sure. So that takes up at least three. I guess. Then I start going to stuff. Mm, Snoop. Mm. Really? Why? Because he became I'd Snoop Lion. I call him a rapper, but not an MC. I okay. call him a rapper. I, I would gotcha. say he's an MC, dog. Well, I would say he freestyle. I, I would say loves he, the culture. I would say yeah, he, he's all that. Yeah. I would say his career spanned into him being a rapper as opposed to remaining an MC that he came out as. Sure. Right. Dell never changed from being. An, he's a, he's yeah. a, he's an MC. Yeah. Right. And. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Snoop to me is a rapper. He's a dope rapper. He's not actually that dope to me anymore, to be honest with you. But he was—I right. was—I was really into Snoop. Right. I think he was a dope rapper. Especially. I think there, uh, early Snoop, there's a really fun eloquence to right. uh, to his style. That the is doggy very... style and the chronic, the shit mm. he did on the chronic. Yeah. Man, I mean, he, he was a dope MC. To, to right. me, but doggy. You know, it's still in him. It's still in, he's an MC. I'm sure it's still in him. But he 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 does a lot of stuff that is just he's rapper ability because it's just sure. to put out for the sure. pop right. community or whatever. Right. Yeah. Anybody can rap. Mm. Right. You can find frat boys at a party that can rap. Right. Uh, and Snoop has just been rapping. Now he tries to get creative. Remember Snoop Lion? He tries yeah. to reinvent himself. Yeah. And he always kind of shifts shape to to kind right. of fit into whatever's happening. Remember he went to No Limit and kind of had different so sounds all through. Do you, do you think like Snoop Lion was like a cultural appropriation for, on his part? No, nah, that motherfucker just went to a degree. That right. went to Jamaica, smoked a bunch of weed, and decided he wanted to try to be a Jamaican type of yeah, yeah. Vibe. You know, okay. well, it, it it wasn't appropriation because he really was trying to be a Rastafarian. Gotcha. Which is Jamaican specifically. Like, like his that run was like what, like two years? Yeah. Right. He still got the dreads though, okay. so he was trying. He wasn't trying to culturally appropriate Jamaican gotcha. culture as much as he had found himself a new religious ideology that I think he wanted to try okay. to rock with. Okay. You guys all watched that documentary? No. Netflix? no, you, ever, you didn't see it. Uh-huh. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it made me appreciate what he, what he was saying. He was about a little bit more. Was gotcha. he speaking with like Jamaican patois accent and shit though? I don't remember him doing yeah. that because that that would be strange. I don't remember right. him doing that. No. You don't just become a grown ass. You don't just become a grown ass man and then start speaking with a whole brand new right. ass accent, right? Unless you live in a place, yeah. I mean, and you pick right. I don't remember him in the, in the movie speaking like that, but um, I do think Chet Hanks shit. He was initiated <laughs> into like some ceremonial right. type of things and yeah, life changing experiences and right. You know what I mean, I, I can respect that. Chalice can... with Bunny Whaler. I mean, okay. you know. He, he wasn't it wasn't just some gimmick that he right. did for of know, course, put out an course, album to try to course. reach the Jamaican community or something right. like that. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, like a, a, a rebranding <laughs> right. to get hot no, in no, the scene. No. Right. So yeah. Gotcha. No. Gotcha. Two thousands crazy. I was just strolling through. Deltron actually comes out right after. Same year as both sides of the brain, but in October. Mm. Ja Rule came out with uh I like this shit with Ashanti. I like that track, but I wasn't into Jaw Rule. What is that? Right. Like? What would I do about my baby? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let baby crazy. Yeah, I like the Ashanti. She was right, high. Right, for sure. Yeah, high, sure. So, what was that joint that Jaw Rule did with the uh, the MacGyver beat? That shit remember. was dope. Uh, how many want to ride for me or some shit? But what else is 2000? Because this is this is All right, sad. Black Eyed Peas, Bridging the Gap. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, definitely. Sure. Uh, let's see. Aesop Rock came out with Float. Uh, we've also got De La Soul, the uh, AOI, Mosaic yeah, Thump, yeah, the yeah. first in that. That yeah, yeah. was slept yeah. on by yeah. a lot of people. I like that. I like that, yeah. too. Uh, I, 
what's the joint with Red Man? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, that was the first De La Soul album that I didn't really care for that much. Mm. I found very few tracks that I love off of that joint. And I'm a huge De La Soul fan. Gotcha. Uh, what else came out that here? The Baja Men, Who Let the Dogs Out? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Cannabis That's... 2000 BC. Yeah. Didn't really rock with it too much. Right. Uh, who else was it that came out that year? Um, Fife, Ventilation. Soul okay, Assassins yeah. 2, right. Jazz and Mataz 3, yeah. Jedi Mind Tricks, Violent by Design, yeah. Ludacris, Reflection Eternal. Nah, like? Ludacris joined his uh, back for the first time. Reflection Eternal, okay. Train of Thought, yeah, 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 Afu was... Ra, okay. uh, Body of the Life Force. That's yeah. the one with the whirlwind through cities, right? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a joint. Yeah. That was a joint. Binary Star, Masters of the Universe. That had some joints on it. Stankonia came out that year. Okay. Uh, the Micronauts, Obelisk Movements. You mm. don't fuck with the Micronauts? I don't know about that. Yo, uh, uh, I Self Divine. Uh, hold, can I can I just play that course, shit right now? Course. Because I I love that um, that that well, album. Where are they from? Uh, I believe that they were from uh, self I self divine grew up in Los Angeles and Atlanta and moved to Minneapolis. Okay. And so at the time he was rocking with um a lot of the uh rhyme sayer type of cats. He was in the dino spectrum with slug and scarab and shit. Okay. Right? But Yeah, I bumped this shit a lot. A lot of five percent you know, teachers in there, some real. Wow, that almost sounds like Violet Funk. I think the producer's name is Chief XL. Okay. Oh, that's that's the Chief XL is uh, Black Delicious. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's where I'm on. Under the skin, devil antagonist, mental program, extreme analyst, vandalist, micronaut evangelist, handle this like contraband cannabis, snatching panelists, dealing with high class fashionists, gap coach founders, building with fascists, controlling the masses, crash and burn, sniffing the ashes, phoenix, spirit of sin, we'll go helix, momentum was blown, we'll chrome thesis, metallic gold, locus and flight, my world reaches, don't pieces. Yeah, there's a lot of shit is hard, man. There's a I'm lot of surprised I didn't know about this. I played this album. I was like one of the only cats that was really rocking it in my neighborhood. Like, I'm on all my mixtapes. I put some joints on this, and people are like, "Who is that?" And I'm like, "You know the vibes. It's lit." <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of really. Um, hold on. Yeah. He goes off on this. Cobain holding your back like Courtney loves distorted to lust endorphins endorsing morphine murder religion inside smoke yeah fuck with it fuck with it All right. good shit good shit but yeah that, that that this came out that year this came out that year let me go back to the beats my bad this is what I like about the second half of the podcast I just like talking about the music uh the W came out that year yeah the W which has uh that master killer joint the solo joint really good tracks I don't know, guys. Little Wayne, lights out. Snoop Dogg, the last bill. Came out that year. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't know. We had, of course, we had like a Bust Rhymes album come out that year. Anarchy, not that good. 
Oh, Dilated Peoples, the platform came out in 2000. I lost my virginity to uh, to the wake-up show while the platform was playing. Yeah, The song, <laughs> The Platform, was playing. Because in Hawaii, uh, the wake-up show would be broadcast earlier on the West Coast, but in Hawaii, we got like five hours later. So right. it was like one o'clock at night, I'm listening to the wake-up show, right. climbing to the girls... Um, I, I was with her for like eight years, climbing to the girls' uh, window, you know yeah. what I mean? Pull off the sex capades or whatever, right. and that's what we were listening to. So much of my <laughs> stupid-ass life has <laughs> been like <laughs> centered around hip-hop shit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. I don't know. I don't got much else to say, man. I'm just really happy to communicate with you guys. Uh, Shucks, Likewise. you're already my dude. You've been my dude for a whole minute, my senpai. And uh, I always uh, appreciate you introducing me to people of the culture and informing me about things that you learned about the culture out here. Oga, it's been a pleasure to meet you. I've only known you for a week, but I feel like we built a bond. For sure. And uh, I definitely will expect to have you back on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're talking about already getting a guest in. Yeah, we'll, yeah. So we'll sort out those dates definitely. and uh, uh, keep it rocking, man. You guys uh, got anything else you guys want to talk about or say? Oh, I got one more topical thing. Go okay. My, mine is to you just to keep doing what you're doing for sure. Because like I said, definitely. the last times I was here, I really appreciate being mm. to be able to be a part of this. Right. You know what I mean? In my own little way. And to right. see somebody like you doing what you're doing. Because, uh, you know, how I said earlier, like, oh, to no avail. You know, I've, I've been there, done that, and I tried, right. but I wasn't feeling. But, you know what I mean? Sometimes you just need that fresh blood, mm. fresh, you know, new new Definitely. energy to kind of guide things along. And yep. then you got people like us right. that are more than happy to, like, be yeah, a part man. of it. And, 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 you know what I mean? Let the wings expand, you know, a little bit farther. So yeah, man, I was man. talking to Oga about the things we were talking about with the video type of content that we're doing. So hopefully we can get some more of that popping yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah. I just got to get right. the camera ready. <laughs> you know what I mean? And go to the yeah, show. Man. So. And and uh, I love you guys, and I really appreciate you guys coming through. Thank you. Uh, let's get some social media uh, information. Where can we find folks? Uh, at ogamusic.com. Uh, no, at ogamusic on Twitter. So it's O H G A music. Uh, that's about it, dog. Okay. Yep. Uh, me, Instagram, shucks1, S H U X underscore W U N. Shucks one on Instagram, and then I'm I'm about to drop this new joint, Shucks Files, which is actually not new at all. No. Uh, just on YouTube, search Shucks Files, all one word, S H U X Files, all one word. But I'm about to bring it to IGTV and start re-releasing some some stuff. So uh, y'all look for that. That's right, y'all. Uh, Mega Late Show episode 101. Tune in to us for more uh, on Tuesdays and Fridays for more Tokyo surplus incredible suchness. We're a conduit. Peace.
Yeah, I make you rise up like a tap to the vein. Inserting the back of the brain, your rapping is lame. Color coded so y'all can see what I'm saying. Y'all pinky dippers like them boys in blue. Figure out if I'm a bag of truth. In that case, I guess I'm pure coca white. Not claiming the dawn, I'm more like a yellow neon. I like in the game from here in the yard. I ain't just talking about the pen, I'm more talking about my skin. Come on, let's get it in. Get it in. That's cool. You know what, man? Hey, fuck you, man. Let them say what they wanna say. I'm all about my people. Got no time for caring about your criticism, so I'm laughing. Heinous citizen from the popular state of fashion. I'm all about that music everlasting. We'll cut it yet to duck it. I feel everything I represent me, no tucking. So real, I guess I don't like focus son of motherfuckers. Rather kick it with y'all. I don't gotta say nothing. Y'all got my back when I fall. They say that shit below is best though. We make it so complex though. Why we do that? Yo, tell me why we do that. Me chillin' on my solo tech side on your bootleg. Tables turn, you have your jokes back five just like that. I said all up in your mind, all up in your mind, it's the same joke. All up on your nuts and be dissing, baby, you the same folk. Tap you on the shoulder next time and be like, what up? Smile on my face, middle fingers up. still here some of these weirdos wouldn't act so cavalier we all know that the game has changed it's crazy out here rap's got a bad name think about it what if bling never happened and the true artists were getting rich from rapping word to god something should give let's delete the politics so real hip-hop can live beef is what's up now careers are getting shut down the media wants something needy people are fucking greedy music and culture is like a foreign language you'd be better off staging a fake beef in spanglish compadre can you handle the whole weight ideal skills watch them swallow your whole plate you used to support your fam off of this now you can't even buy spam off of this and i don't deal with swine i ain't dr phil i truly help you heal your mind Nowadays, it's like everybody's losing it. Instead of them preserving this gift, they're all abusing it. It's mad drama. They want us reaching for the llamas, causing hysteria, the new hip-hop criteria. And they forgot about the blood, sweat, and tears. Now we see the results of all the blunts, chicks, and beers. Word to God, a big and pock was still here. Some of these weirdos wouldn't act so cavalier. We all know that the game has changed. It's crazy out here. Rap's got a bad name. Think about it. What if bling never happened and the true artists were getting rich from rapping? Word to God, something should give. Let's delete the politics so real hip-hop can live, 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 live. live. I-